a single soul Reaching a further and stepping in closer Hello everyone, welcome to Sunday, July 22nd edition of Living Life. I don't know about you, but I love my hobbies. I don't know what your hobbies are, but I just picked up another one recently, and that is cooking. Uh, do you guys like cooking? I don't know. I, I love cooking because I love food in general. I love sauces. I love cooking techniques. I love to eat food. So I have taken on cooking, but I've come to realize that I'm not that good at cooking. Uh, recently, there's been such uh, wonderful cooking shows where you can watch and learn, and especially these Korean cooking shows lately. I am so interested in some of the amazing uh, cuisine that is coming out of Korea. Uh, there's this one show where uh, a chef goes inside the refrigerator and they pick out all kinds of stuff and, and they start making all these amazing things. Um, just recently, what I've come to realize is although I uh, love cooking, I'm not that good at it. So I wanted to learn, and uh, recently uh, my wife has been teaching me how to even use a knife. I don't really know how to use a knife that well. So when I slice a vegetable, it doesn't look like the ones on TV. It's like all different um, you know, pieces that are different sizes and not even. So she's been teaching me how to even just use the basics of a knife so that I could be adequately prepared to make good cuisine. In the same way, that's what... what Paul was doing. He was preparing Priscilla Aquila, and Priscilla and Aquila was also sharing their understanding of the gospel. Let's take a look at what's going on here in this text. Acts chapter 18, verses 18 through 28. Paul stayed on in Corinth for some time. Then he left the brothers and sisters and sailed for Syria, accompanied by Priscilla and Aquila. Before he sailed, he had his hair cut off at Centria because of a vow he had taken. They arrived at Ephesus, where Paul left Priscilla and Aquila. He himself went into the synagogue and reasoned with the Jews. When they asked him to spend more time with them, he declined. But as he left, he promised, I will come back if it is God's will. Then he set sail from Ephesus. When he landed in Caesarea, he went up to Jerusalem and greeted the church and then went down to Antioch. After spending some time in Antioch, Paul set out from there and traveled from place to place throughout the region of Galatia and Phrygia, strengthening all the disciples. Meanwhile, a Jew named Apollos, a native of Alexandria, came to Ephesus. He was a learned man with a thorough knowledge of the scriptures. He had been instructed in the way of the Lord, and he spoke with great fervor and taught about Jesus accurately, though he knew only the baptism of John. He began to speak boldly in the synagogue. When Priscilla and Aquila heard him, they invited him to their home and explained to him the way of God more adequately. When Apollos went to go to Achaia, the brothers and sisters encouraged him and wrote to the disciples there to welcome him. When he arrived, he was a great help to those who by grace had believed. 
for he vigorously refuted his Jewish opponents in public debate, proving from the scriptures that Jesus was the Messiah. Here we are in, in Acts 18, verses 18 through 28. And uh, now Paul, we just saw Paul, he's in Corinth for a certain amount of time. And then he continues on and, and sails for Syria, accompanied by Priscilla and Aquila. So uh, Paul is continuously sharing the gospel as Jesus is calling him to go from city to city to city to make sure that everyone has an opportunity to hear the gospel of Christ. So Aquila and Priscilla has actually been with Paul for quite some time. They've been um, living uh, with each other, uh, as we have seen in the in the previous passages, and uh, I, I'm seeing that Paul is taking a great opportunity in discipling them of the Christology and the theology um, of the gospel. So he is constantly doing that. And now they're arriving, he says in verse 19, they're arriving at Ephesus where Paul left Priscilla and Aquila. And he himself went into the synagogues and reasoned with the Jews. So now, after all this discipleship, Paul actually takes another diversion and he goes and he does his own ministry and now here is Priscilla and Aquila. I want to kind of highlight Priscilla and Aquila now. So what's next for Priscilla and Aquila? We all know what's next for Paul. Paul is just like a machine, a gospel speaking machine. He's going to do this continuously for his life. But what's very interesting is they, uh, Priscilla and Aquila, as they are here, um, in Ephesus, they see a person uh, that's coming that seems to know Jesus and he seems to know the scriptures to a certain degree. It says here in verse 24, Meanwhile, a Jew named Apollos, a native of Alexandria, came to Ephesus. He was a learned man with a thorough knowledge of the scriptures. He had been instructed in the way of the Lord, and he spoke with great fervor and taught about Jesus accurately, though he knew only the baptism of John. So we have a man here, Apollos, and uh, Priscilla and Aquila is looking at them. He sees that, yeah, he is a good Christian. It seems like he believes the Lord. He knows the scripture, but there's uh, some things about Christ that he doesn't know. He's pick they're picking up on that right away. Isn't that cool? And now they're taking interest in this person because they're seeing that this person could be a potential a partner in the gospel. As Paul took interest in them, now through that discipleship, they're taking interest in someone else, Apollos. And he continues on here saying that, um, in 26, he began to speak boldly in the synagogue. When Priscilla and Aquila heard him, they invited him to their home and explained to him the way of God more adequately. I, I find this passage to be so interesting because it's just a continuation of discipleship. And as we are more thoroughly equipped as those who are seasoned before us or those who are discipling us, as those invest in our lives, when we're spiritual, spiritually ready, we have the opportunity to invest in other people's lives and really help them to be strong 
in their missionary effort and their understanding of Christ so that they can be better evangelists, so that they can be adequately equipped, just as I want to be more adequately equipped in my cutting and in my cooking, because I'm not good enough right now to be able to teach anyone else. But at some point when I get good, at some point when I have the necessary skills, once, at some point when I get it, when I understand it, I want to also be able to share these good things with others, don't you? So in that way, we see um, just an investment, investment and just uh, an interest in discipling people so that they could be the best that they can be at preaching the gospel. What, what does it take then? Well, what does it take, you know, for us to uh, really do that? It, it takes first interest and it takes a, a willingness to spend time with them. It takes a willingness for us to desire teaching, teaching others about the things that we know. Isn't that something that Jesus wants us to do for us to go and witness Christ and to tell them everything that I have taught you? Isn't that uh, the Great Commission? You know, for us to learn these things about Christ, to get as much information and to really experience the relationship that we have with Christ. And as we amass all this goodness about Jesus, to be able to share that to others and to equip them, to really give them strength. And that is what I'm challenging you guys to do today for you guys to take interest in others who may be new or baby Christians, for those who do not know as much as you as a Christian, please um, ask the Lord, Lord, uh, show me, show me that Apollos in my life. Show me that Apollos and allow me to really invest in this person's life so that we can continue to equip others for the glory of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So in closing, I do want to encourage you guys to seek discipleship and to seek others to disciple. Whatever level we may be at, uh, this is a way where we can really adequately be equipped to be better ministers of the gospel. So Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for this wonderful time that we had together to know, Lord, that you are constantly equipping us with your love. We are constantly being equipped with your message. We're constantly being equipped with the joy of our salvation and the experience of that so that we may go out to the ends of the earth and just share this wonderful message of Jesus Christ. We pray everyone that heard this message today that we would not just keep that in our heads, but that we would really be able to activate that message that many will come to know you through our sharing of the testimony of the gospel and your presence, O Lord Jesus. We thank you in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. For a single soul, reaching a world of stepping in closer, see Jesus.